Well, hello there, everybody. What is going on? I'm in the hot seat again, Dave. Yes, you are. Oh, boy. Shit's going to get real. Yeah, Chris had stuff going on today. Um, had a busy weekend, so I know he had some stuff to take care of, so you're going to be running the show. Yeah. Which is totally cool. Apologies up front, audience. It's going to it's gonna be a little bumpy. Nah, we're good. Hey. We'll be all right. You, you know, know what's up. Oh, yeah. Better than me doing it. That's I, for I sure. I can, you know... Uh, anyways, yeah, we have uh, we have some uh, fun stuff on the uh, on the docket. Dude, there's will. some interesting things happening in the world right now. Yes, you know um, what I mean. There was a bombing of a famous. Well, uh, maybe not so famous. I've mm. never heard of this person, but yeah, I would say famous. Probably not the right word, but important. Yes, maybe murderer of a daughter. You know, close to Putin. So mm. some are saying that it was a hit job. Yeah. Apparently it looked like it too. I mean, yeah. We got some stuff about Elvis. Oh, hell yeah, dude. Uh, we got some little small articles. But uh, first and foremost, I want to apologize to our Patreon members, right? Because Absolutely. last Friday, we kind of dropped the ball a little bit. Um, Big whoops a daisy. Yeah, we were we were going out of town. Me and Chris were going out of town. And, and uh, I, I felt like we said it, but I guess we didn't say it that we weren't going to be doing a Friday show. And we had some of our amazing followers that were commenting, like, ah, what's going on with the show? Come on, um, man. Yeah, come on, man. Come I on, it. man. So that was a boo-boo on our part. Uh, but we were out of town and on the lake and shit, and it just, uh, I, I guess I forgot to to get brought up. So anyways, we apologize for that. Absolutely. Uh, we should have put a post up there, and that was our bad. Just been a hectic kind of couple weeks. But anyways, to, to that being said, we do appreciate you. Fuck yeah. Um, and you guys are a huge part of uh, you know what keeps this podcast going and Helping us grow is from your guys' funds that you guys give towards us. The show. Apparently like what we do, and we appreciate that you like yes. it. Uh, PartofMyAmerican.com, shirts and all this kind of stuff up there. If you guys want to support the show in that way, that's a bunch of new shit that's up there right now. It's awesome. Dude, abolish the IRS t-shirt, yeah. defund the FBI, cracking cans. We got two new ones going up, uh, hopefully in the next couple of days. Hell yeah, dude. And I, then, uh, I have actually one idea, too. Because okay. to, be, to be honest, right? You and Chris make most of the t-shirt designs. Yeah. I'm not the greatest. It's but okay. But I have an idea, and it's very simple, very, you know, some might say elegant. Okay. Okay. Let's, so let's, that'll be hopefully in the next couple of weeks. We'll yeah. have that as well. But anyways, thank you guys. Uh, go check out partofmyamerican.com. Uh, just sign up for Patreon. If you're not a member, uh, we'll be changing that up in the next couple of months. It's going to be super exciting for you. But go go, follow, like, share, subscribe, you know, leave reviews. Help us beat the algorithm. That's Absolutely. Crippling, everybody. crippling algorithm. Gotta love the algorithm. Uh, anyway, so let's start off. Uh, I kind of want to, I have like two articles that I would like to just kind of start the show with. They're, they're pretty fast paced. Okie dokie. I just want to kind of get your opinion. So yeah. uh, this particular article is from the Observer, the Dallas Observer. Uh, but there's, this is actually on many different things and it's music related. And so okay. me loving music. I'm going to have to switch some shit here. There we go. Okay. So this one is a robot rapper got a major label deal and the Dallas rap scene has thoughts about this. Oh, hell yeah. So this uh, particular person is, if you scroll down, the name is, um, oh boy, creepy as fuck. Yeah. Uh, FN Mecca? Yes. So FN Mecca, M-E-K-A. And this person has 10 million followers on TikTok, right? This is a... Yeah. Um, and so what this article is talking about is like, you know, with the kind of the rise in, um, you know, building these machines to do the work for us. Oh, and yeah. People dude. losing their jobs. This particular situation is one of the first AI rappers. Now, with that said, it's not quite as uh, luxurious as just saying this is an AI rapper. There is a real human voicing this person. I get you. But what th- makes this AI is that all the lyrics and all the imagery and stuff that goes along with him is AI generated. Mm-hmm. So this man has an AI computer generate the lyrics for him. He then wraps those out. Does he do live shows like as a hologram? He only, he just released his first single. Oh, and I don't think, like I said, he's got it. And I listen to be fair. Um, this is a little bit of a money grab. Uh, Capitol records is obviously no joke of a record. Uh, they, they had, like they say in the article, Katy Perry, Paul McCartney, 
Capital's been around a long time. This person has 10 million followers. I think they're grabbing that. On TikTok or some shit? Yeah. Yeah, and so this is Isaac Asimov. He is the... Uh, no, no, no. The novelist, right? Without a no, doubt. No, 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 no. Oh, never mind, never yeah, mind. Yeah, no. That is a... Never mind. Wow. Uh, so it just says that uh, FN Mecca, who is a TikTok following in the millions, the only thing is he's not real. So FN Mecca is a virtual creation. His voice belongs to a real person whose name is unknown, but his lyrics are generated by artificial intelligence. Mm-hmm. So on Friday, he dropped a new single. The It's called Florida Water, featuring human rapper Gunna. I like how they have to say human rapper. Gunna. Gunna. And clicks. A it, pro who's a pro gamer. <laughs> The collab was produced by a mixtape king, DJ Holiday, and by Turbo, known for his work with Young Thug and <gasps> Travis Scott. Travis Scott. So dude. you're talking about some big names. Oh, yeah. And so what What the real thing that I was going to just ask you about is I, I can see things going this way. Oh, absolutely. So we, we talked about a program which you can get on there and you can put in information and AI will actually create a picture for you based yeah. off the information. And if you if you follow TikTok at all or Instagram, you've seen videos where people are like, you know, what is God like? Yep. What is heaven the war between heaven and hell look like? And it creates these images that it as a computer thinks what thinks it, yeah. it is what it looks like. And so and it and to be fair, regardless of what image they are asked to put in there, um it makes these elaborate, insanely detailed images. Dude. I mean, you can ask them like you know, like a dog with eyeballs all over its yes. body. Oh, it's 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 the most amazing thing if you're looking for like album art. And I remember doing this when we were in Ashland and stuff. We were trying to make an album. I'm like, man, we, I have this envision of, you know, like this little red Robin Hood kind of girl, like going through, uh, you know, it's scary. You could just type that shit in now and just have it create this picture for you. And it's unique to you. And you can just refresh it and it'll create a, a new yeah. generated picture. Yeah. So ultimately what I'm getting at is the idea that lyrics are being written by computer computer generated intelligence. Not that shocking. And so it's so how does this work, though? So it's using his voice, but it's an AI program writing the lyrics. Yeah. So this guy, if you go to his TikTok, which we don't have to do right now, but he has this look, which we saw earlier in the picture. He's it's like this dreadlocks and kind of robotic. Okay, let's see. What's what the fuck's his name again? Mecca. It's uh, Mecca. F.H. Mecca. Is that what it is? Uh, Yeah. Let's see the picture here. So F.N. F.N. Mecca. Yeah. Ooh. Okay. So you're going to type this into TikTok? Yeah. <clears throat> okay. So here here he is right there. 10.3 million followers, dude. Wow. Um but if you just look at some of these things like like the like I don't want to get a copyright here, but I'm just like can we play like 10 seconds of this This is not really music. What it's, oh. it's more to that. So it's just like this they created this this character and there's guy. So like if you go to the uh, sixth video, Greg, with the car right here. Yeah, it just I says like I, I put a hibachi grill in my Rolls Royce. Yeah, so it's a fake Rolls Royce. Maybe real. Who knows? But what I'm saying is the entire thing yeah, is... My Rolls Royce. Oh, shit. Look at that. It's all fake. It's all fake. Dang So that's the issue. I don't know if we're going to get copyrighted on this or not. Yeah, I'll, I'll cut it out. So, but the point is, is they've created this figure who's in a reality, like, me, you know, like meta universe kind of vibe. Oh, yeah. And... Obviously, he has a ton of followers. I haven't listened to the song, so I couldn't give you. I'm not a huge hip hop guy anymore. But my point is, is uh, no, there's a dude who is the creator of this, who is a rapper. And he created this guy. The computer generation creates the lyrics. And he just sings the lyrics, almost like if you have a writer I write you. songs for you. Writing a novel. So he's having a computer generate the songs for him. Mm-hmm. And then he's performing them. Mm-hmm. So it's not like completely absurd that this is the voice created by a computer generator no it's a real human but everything about the person is created by ai dang dude which kind of just opens the door up to like what because in the article they talk about you know that there's estimations that ai will replace 20 million jobs by 2030 and when, uh, yeah. we, when we talk about jobs and, and fast food and, and manufacturing dude, trucking uh exactly even, even airlines mm-hmm. right there was this uh thing going around like a German prime minister, not prime minister, but like a German parliament mm-hmm. uh, person yeah. saying that they don't know if fl- uh, pilots are going to be fit to fly because of a certain pokey pokey type maybe, of thing. Maybe. And that's where it's like, okay, so are they ushering in this automated pilot service because of the 
yeah effects that are happening here you know i mean i know a lot of pilots use the autopilot you know it's part of like when you're up there it's kind of your it's taking control of itself for sure and look at tesla all these automatic mm. cars now have just these automatic driving features so yeah, but that's something we haven't discussed though we've we've talked about mcdonald's having more automation we've talked about car manufacturing and we've talked about just manufacturing as a whole being automated but what we have not talked about is automation in pop culture dang dude which is something that I don't I I feel like we just don't think is you could replace, but why not? Yeah. They can create the perfect celebrity that they want. They can create this thing that they want to push all based off of there is this actually I, I don't have the article, but there was this uh <clears throat> and I, I again I'm not hundred percent this is true, but I think it is true because I kind of looked it up and it seems true. But you know that song like Here's my number. Call me maybe that. Song. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't think of who sings that. But regardless, I have actually heard by multiple sources that that song was computer generated wholeheartedly. Oh. That they actually had a computer recognize all of the things that people like want to hear in music that makes them want to buy the song. And they created a song based off of artificial intelligence. And then the song blows up, which kind of proves the point that it was exactly what they wanted. And that's why these lyrics are so <clears throat> shitty. Well, it's, and that, that could be. So call me, maybe. You know yeah. what I mean? Like that's. Uh, but they're so just saying like, what tones does your ear want to hear? Like what kind of tones get your body's natural, like chemicals working? Like, wow, this but is. That's more like the rhythm. the science of it. There's a science to it. Yeah, but it's like the frequency of the mm-hmm. sounds and it's more of the tone of the song rather than the lyrics. Like the lyrics. The are, lyrics, I don't know if the lyrics were ever computer. I think it was the music was fully uh, computer generated. Okay. Like how, like what kind of a bridge would make people want this more? What kind of lyrics or how, what tempo would the verse be or the chorus be that would enhance people wanting to hear this more? Oh, dude. I, there's I, actually a science behind that song. Is yeah, what I, I'm I could at. see that there's, there's that, dude. So we're in that direction. I just found this to be a little weird. I, not really a topic that's worth having major discussions over, but it is the first time we've seen an AI, technically AI person be signed by a major record. Well, level. dude, it's interesting. I mean, you have the the hologram. What was that? There was a video of this rapper who was on stage, but Tupac. it was a hologram. Tupac. They brought Tupac to Coachella. There was someone new, though, just a couple weeks ago. There oh. was somebody rapping, and then just the end of the song, the hologram just disappears. Yeah, that, yeah, that. Kendrick Lamar was who that was, I believe, that did that. So it's kind of going. They did in it at the ba- they had the Field of Dreams baseball game, where they do they do it every year. It's like the, kind of an, it's not an all star game, but they get all these and they put them out in the old style uniforms and they have this big field in the cornfield and yeah. it's kind of representation of the Field of Dreams movie. If you build it, they will come. But they had the guy that passed away up in the holograph in this in the booth where he would have been singing "Take Me Out to the Ball Game." Oh. And people are singing the song, and he's up there all 360 hologram singing the song, and people are singing along with him. It's 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 wild. Damn, bro. It's wild. Yeah, I mean, it makes you wonder what they're going to be, uh, what is our life going to be like just within the next 10 years? Well, it makes you wonder, like, how, how that's going to work with who's getting paid for your likeness after your death. Mm, that's right so my thing is is like if you're you know if you're that guy singing at the ballpark like does his family get a royalty based off of you did they okay it yeah and so what if what if your algorithm like the guy who created the algorithm does he get a cut who knows but my thing is is like if you're you know any of these rappers that die or musicians that die and you want to do that and continue performing you're like hey i'm okay if i die to use my hologram to do full tours Damn. With a real band, and I'll just be up there and we can use the same thing and have it. Well, it's like using Tupac's voice to create new songs right now, right? There was an argument against that, saying, like, hey, he's not alive. He didn't give you the rights to use his voice to create this new product. Yeah, that's kind of like the old technology, right? Where you had these pre recorded songs, EPs, and demos that you have that Tupac had. And, but ever since his death, he was, you remember, this was the thing where people were talking about Tupac is releasing more music after his death. Than he did before his death. Yeah. And so my question would be, well, who's to say Tupac wanted to be on that song that you're doing? Exactly. Like now you're putting Tupac with these other artists who he may have been like, I don't agree with anything this fucking person does. So it's like, are you signing your rights away to collaborations in the future? And well, uh, and see, that would be a change in the music industry with with contracts, signing oh, Capitol yeah. Records saying, uh, hey, 
hey, Tupac, we can, like, you have to sign here and say that we can use your likelihood after a death. If there is an accidental death, we can still use you up to the end of the contract. Even. Dude, that's nuts, bro. It's a weird situation. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, I mean, imagine if a new Nirvana song came out, like, tomorrow. Yeah, because they found some EP that he released, in, you know, no, on cassette tape. it's just AI generated. They use his well, that's, voice. Yeah, that's AI generated, sure. And they create a brand yeah. new song. Kurt Cobain just comes back from the dead. You yeah, know? or they just bring Puddle and Mud Singer back. Oh, there you no, you're right, though. Like, why could they not put his hologram up and have them play a show with his hologram and old lyrics that he had written? Yeah. You know what I mean? It's crazy, I don't bro. agree with that. I think once you pass away, if you're an artist, once you pass away, your shit stops. Oh, yeah. You know, you could put out an album of his EPs and have all the money go to his family. You know what I'm saying? If that was something they wanted to do, I get that. Like, here's all the B-side shit that was never released. Yeah. But to put his verses that he had recorded... Onto a new Nicki Minaj album, which is not Nicki Minaj did not put Tupac on there. But I'm just saying, if they're put, producing an album, they buy his verse to put in their album. Like now, you're just assuming that Tupac wanted to be on that. And I, I to me, that's not that's well, not good. and it's not only just assuming. It's like it's like I don't give a shit if Tupac wanted this or not. We're yeah, doing it. We can make a buck. You know what I mean? It. It's like it, there's no if ands or buts. It's just this yeah. is the way it's going to be. So the second article I want to talk about, uh, and I'll make this one quick here, but this is actually a year ago that this happened. Yeah. And I, I kind of saw a couple videos pop up on my feed about it, which is weird that it's been a year, but I don't think there's ever been a resolution to this. Oh, boy. This is a uh, a body was donated to science, dissected for paying audience in Portland, Oregon. Now, why I brought this up is because, A, I'm shocked that we didn't have this discussion when it happened. Uh, yeah. And we are very close to Portland. We're within 40 minutes of Portland, Oregon. So, yeah. This is fucking bizarro. Portland's a lovely city, and this is just another cherry on top of that. The body of an elderly man was dissected before a paying audience in downtown Portland, Oregon hotel last month. This uh, last month being, if you scroll up, I think was in September mm. of 2021. Um, scroll November. November 5th, 2021. So November this is a little under a year ago. Yeah. But uh, ultimately, 70 people gathered inside a meeting room at the Portland Marriott downtown waterfront, some paying up to $500 a ticket to watch an autopsy of David Sanders, who lived in Louisiana with his 90-year-old wife until he died from coronavirus. Okay, so he passed away from the the COVID. Um, And what's crazy about this is she offered his body to science. Yeah. We've had this discussion before. And I get it. Like she, I, it, as in uh, the wife, the wife. Okay, she offered his body to science. So it says, it goes on to say that um, there actually officials are looking into this to figure out if any laws were broken. Which to me, <laughs> they just let it happen. So, and go, yeah, ah, we'll figure it out later. Kimberly DeLeo, who is a Multnomah County Sheriff's uh, medical legal medical legal. I don't know if I'm saying that right. Death investigator said she called the Portland Pre- Police Bureau. And Oregon Medical Board prior to the October 17th event. So it was October 17th, 2021. Okay. To alert them regarding the potentially illegal autopsy. Oh, boy. Potentially illegal, everybody. Uh, And according to DeLeo, the Sanders body was handled, maybe considered abuse of a body, which is a Class B felony in the state of Oregon. Yeah. Um, Yada, yada. So it said when Sanders' wife donated her husband's body to MedEd Labs, she recalls she was told the Las Vegas-based company would use his body for research and return his cremated remains in a urn. 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 Yeah, sorry, urn. Urn. Uh, (laughs) She did not know that his body would be dissected at a hotel for an audience, okay? Oh, bro. As far as I'm concerned, this is a quote, as far as I'm concerned, it's horrible, unethical, and I just don't have the words to describe it. Elsie Sanders, his wife, said, I have all the paperwork that says his body would be used for science. Nothing about this er, commercialization of his death. Yeah, dude, it was a pay-per-view autopsy event. Well, so it actually the event, however, media company Death Science bought the body. So they bought the body. Meth Death Science bought the body <laughs> from MedEd Labs. Yeah. Which, why did MedEd Labs sell the body? I don't think that was the right to do so. Mm. To use during a, quote, cadaver lab class, which was held for the Oddities and Curiosities Expo, which is a traveling event geared towards, quote, the lovers of strange, unusual, and bizarre. So this Elsie Sanders, or Saunders, that's the Elsie's, wife? That's the wife. Needs to look at the paperwork and the fine details that she signed. Because mm-hmm. she did say that his body would be used for science. But you got to read the read, like the fine little details. Of well, so here's the science? deal. She requested that the body be returned immediately. 
uh, not cremated because she was actually thinking that they are lying at this point about everything. So she wanted to make sure that she was getting the right body back. Yeah. Because she wasn't confident that they were even going to send the ashes of the right person back. But my point is, is this is the issue that you have when you quote unquote, send your body to science. Yeah. Um, And I, especially being an organ donor and all that shit, you know what I mean? Like there's a lot of weird stuff with that. Med ed labs. I I would put blame on them. I agree with you. She should look at the uh, paperwork, but med ed labs should also be looking at who are they selling the body to. And if that's part of the deal that they sell the body to other like universities and stuff to use. Yep. Sure. But like you sold it to an oddities and curiosities expo. Mm. Like this is not a, uh, the university of Texas. Yeah. For students to learn, which is what she would have wanted. And I bet because he had passed from COVID that she was probably thinking like maybe they could use him to figure out what's exactly going on with this situation. Right. Which is how medical works. Correct. Yep. And instead, and there's a fuck video of this. We don't need to play this, but no, there's no, a no. video of this. And there is people sitting in a hotel room. Dude, this is a hotel in this conference center. Oh. And they just have the body out in the middle as people are watching this thing being dissected. This person, I should, the thing is a terrible. I shouldn't yeah, have said this, that, but this, this person being dissected. This is like a, um, not, not like the lobby, but this is like a big conference room type of thing at a they hotel. Ask people to come up and poke the body. Oh, God. This is not medical students, guys. This is weirdos who are just wanting to see a body being dissected. Uh, Oddities and Curiosities Expo. Mm-hmm. What is this thing? The lovers of the strange, unusual, and the bizarre? Oh, God. So it says that they showcase hand-selected vendors, dealers, artists, and small businesses from all over the country with all things weird. Okay, and you know Portland's motto, such as taxidermy, preserved specimens, original artwork, horror, Halloween-inspired pieces, antiques, handcrafts. So, oh, animal bones, animal and skulls. skulls and bones, funeral collectibles, and such. My point is, is this medical company should have vetted this and should have never allowed this to happen. No, but what's even grosser is that um, the the a Marriott in Portland allowed this event to fucking happen. Yeah, you're talking about. People who are staying in this hotel because they're on vacation and other such things, all while you have a body being dissected, ripped apart in the fuck in the conference room. And yeah, it's it's like it's not it doesn't seem like it's for educational purposes. Mm-mm. Like this oddities and curiosities expo, quote unquote, is mm-hmm. for like creepy things. Like oh, let's get off on this. It's like, for sick people. Ugh. Sick people. You know what I mean? Like it's just like no thanks. So yeah, that that's bizarre, dude. I mean, and not yeah, it's surprising. Old. It's old, uh, and I and I apologize that it's old, but I I wanted to bring it up because we never have, and it just kind of shows you too that Portland, it, like the fact that that this lady had contacted the Portland Police Bureau, who contacted the medical experts, saying that there's something probably illegal that's going to happen here, and yet they're still trying to figure out. And this is a year. I don't know what's ever happened with this. I don't think it's ever been. I think it's just kind of been like, yeah, it's over with. Dude, let's uh let's look this shit up. Portland Marriott uh autopsy? Sure. Autopsy? Yeah, let's see what happened here. Let's uh let's look here. Everything's old. Everything's old, so there's no updates. Um hmm. I wonder. Yeah, everything still is from 2021. Like, what's to... that November 16th? Scroll down just right up up company apologizes. Oh. Of course. Company apologizes after <coughs> Live autopsy performed in Oregon sparks backlash. Well, duh. That's all they. That's all they can do. Yeah, we're we're just gonna apologize. We'll we'll you know we'll do it and then we'll apologize later. You know who gives yeah. a shit? Sick dude. Sick. I don't understand how you could possibly want to want to watch that. I get it if you and even people that are in medical school, and you know this dude. I'm pretty sure you've been around a dead body. Yeah, I've been around. Uh, I've seen dead testicles too. Yeah, those are creepy and scary. So, but you were studying to be in the medical field i was and so and here's the deal i would i would argue that most people don't want to see that even when they know they have to see that yeah you know what i'm saying like so some some people are just inured to it like they just they have seen it so many times that they're like oh yeah just uh, cut them open let me stick my hand in there but i'm saying people viewing an aut like an autopsy is not that weird if you're trying to get into the field and you need to understand what's going on but to showcase it as like an event feature of a expo, yeah, is inappropriate to me because that person is somebody else's loved husband, one. Yeah. loved one. You know, 
Well, especially that person didn't realize that that was what their body was going to be used for. Yeah. Right. And wasn't there another case of this where um, somebody's dead body was used? Oh, yes. It was the crash test dummies. Oh, this reminds me of that incident. Yeah, I kind of remember that. Where somebody signed their life to science, but they found out that their mom's body was being used as a crash test dummy. That's what? bizarre. It's bizarre. Yeah. Bizarre, more like, uh, what the fuck? You're not going to disclose this information to me? Yeah, I'm going to sue your ass. That's why you need to be careful with that kind of stuff. I think it's a good thing. Like, I, I, I think it's respectable that you want to be able to like have your body help people survive things. I, I get the reason behind it. Yeah. Um, but at the same time that you're, you're allowing other people to make decisions and your loved ones may not know what decisions are being made. So just take that into consideration. That's all I'm saying. Like if you're going to send your body over to science or your loved one approves that to happen, you better know every single detail and what they can actually do with it. Yeah. And, and I would honestly say like, you're not allowed to sell it to anybody unless I know who you're selling it to first. Well, and then would you care if somebody did something with your body after you were dead? And this can be an audience question too. Like, leave a comment. Like, what would you do if if your significant other or somebody in your family sold your body to science and you found out from wherever you were well, in, in the yeah. virtual space or heaven? Yeah, God willing, you found out. Oh, that's what they're doing with my body. What? I I, I believe honestly that if you're in heaven, that that this this life is no longer a thing. Just, for it was you. just a capsule that you were in for. But a brief. Time. As a, as a person who like was would be okaying it, say my wife specifically asked me to donate her body, which she has not, but say she did. Yeah. And then I, after her unfortunate death, right, which is all this, I'm, I hate this because I don't want to talk about my wife passing away. Yeah. But I'm saying if that was to happen and I had to make those decisions, that's what she wanted. Yeah, I mean, I'm going to try to honor her what she wants, but I would also hope that I'm like being on top of it because the last thing I want is her to be would be to be used wrongfully. Yeah, absolutely. Not for some event of horrific oddities. That's stupid. I agree, sir. Very stupid. So anyways, uh, how much time we got for, uh, before we got? Um, some, uh, I think we should talk about some fume, dude. OK, man. I'm cool with that. And so I know you guys here. Let me try to do this. <laughs> uh, Fume is an awesome product here because quitting smoking sucks, right? Yep. All right. So one of the struggles quitting smoking is that these cold turkey events, not going to happen, right? Yeah. So I wish everybody knew about Fume because their product works. Yes, it does, man. Fume is the natural inhaler designed for a better, safer, and natural way to quit cigarettes. Uh, it's a no smoke, no vape, and no nicotine replacement for that hand to mouth habit of smoking, which sucks. Yeah, fume handcrafts wooden inhalers, and they use cores that are infused with plant oils studied to curb those cravings. Mm-hmm. They have flavors like peppermint, conquer, with those minty notes that simulate menthi or methanol, or methanol, menthol. Wow, methanol. Wow. Nah, yeah. yeah, cigarettes, and they use uh, other flavors like cozy chai and lemonberry bliss for that sweeter experience. Yeah, they're all 100% natural, no harmful chemicals, no artificial flavors, and absolutely no nicotine. We know that quitting is tough, guys, but Fume really can help you. There is thousands upon thousands of five-star reviews of people who had no other option and chose to do it, and it worked for them. Yeah, people are using it. They're blown away by the results, and it really helps their cravings. So whether you are a smoker or ex-smoker who still struggles with those cravings, Fume is the perfect tool for you. Head to breathefume.com slash pardon and use that promo code pardon to save 10% off your entire order. Yeah, B-R-E-A-T-H-E-F-U-M dot com backslash pardon. Use the code pardon. Save 10% off everything. Maybe some extra life added on to you, right? Do it to it, everybody. Healthy lifestyles. Yes, indeed. Let's go right into this next topic, man. Elvis. No. Oh, okay. What do you want to talk about? Car bombing. Yes, the car bombing. Let's talk about this car bombing because there's... Some information about this that when we were discussing before the show, I think is important to discuss with people. Yeah. Uh, because we know how divisive everything is. Elvis is important too. Elvis, we'll get no, to I'm Elvis. Just, I'm just kidding. But we know how divisive everything is. And we also know that there's a lot of people, and we try not to do this on the show. I'm not saying we're completely innocent, but we try to verify certain things. We make mistakes. I've made mistakes for sure that stuff was fake that I thought was real. Oh, yeah. And that's going to happen when there's manipulation of media. For sure. But this one is important later because there's some extras to this that people are kind of talking about that 
is really not verifiable at this point and mm-hmm. is dangerous, a little bit dangerous to like be talking about it. Well, nonetheless, this this daughter. So somebody died, right? You had uh, who is this? The daughter of staunch Putin ally Alexander yeah. Dugan Duggan killed in a car bombing near Moscow. And there's video footage of all this. We're not going to play the video, but you had this this prominent Russian figure, right? And he was supposedly this right-hand man, this advisor to Vladimir Putin. Yeah, and he was there when it happened. Was was he in the car? Well, no, no obviously says, he was not in says, the car. It says, yeah, Alexander Dugan looked on, or looking on fiery wreckage in shock moments after a car bomb killed his 29-year-old. And there she is, right? Yeah. So this was Saturday night when the bomb went off inside of her father's Toyota Land Cruiser. So her father, whose far-right Russian nationalist ideas are said to have inspired Putin's invasion of Ukraine, was on the scene as the first responders arrived. Now, so this is coming from the New York Post, everybody. Take it for what it is. It's, and, and here is my whole thing with Ukraine is Ukraine, Russia, this war and the media presenting it is that Ukraine can do no bad. That is what we're being presented, is that the propaganda is only coming from the Russian side. And it's like, have you never heard of Ukrainian propaganda or American propaganda? Can they not be guilty of having propaganda? Every country. Every country. Any country that can make money off of this is going to have propaganda to support their theory. And and, and you're right. We certainly don't want to say that Russia are good guys, because that is not entirely true in itself. Yeah. Um, but Ukraine is certainly not only good guys. That That's the issue that we have. For sure. Dude. Everybody has their Ukrainian flag up and they're showing all the support and the media would come out and tell you that you need to support Ukraine. There's a genocide happening, yet they just had like a concert, which was crazy to me. They had this ginormous... And all these celebrities and politicians go over in the middle of a battle, right? Well, well who's that? That's neither here nor there. The point yeah. is, is there's a lot of propaganda and they want you to think that Ukraine is... is the whole heart, they were just innocent. They had nothing wrong out of nowhere. Russia decides to invade them. Yeah. And all hell's breaking loose when I don't, I don't believe that to be true. Right. So it's like, take everything with a grain of salt, especially coming from the mainstream media. So right. this says an explosive device, presumably installed in the Toyota Land Cruiser went off on a public road and the car caught fire. Mm-hmm. And it was his vehicle, which might lend you to believe that it was a hit after him. That's what I'm thinking. And his daughter happened to be in the vehicle instead of him, killing mm-hmm. her instead of him. But we don't know. Yeah, so this guy was often called Putin's brain. The Elder Dugan is a proponent of the Russian world or new uh, and new Russia ideologies that some have said pushed Russian Vladimir Putin's president into the uh, decision to invade Ukraine. Yeah. Um, oh, look at this. Both Dugan and his daughter had been previously sanctioned by the United States, according to the CNN. Oh, boy. Russians are claiming Ukraine is behind the attack. So, um, Yes, if Ukrainian trace is confirmed, then we are talking about the policy of state terrorism implemented by the Kiev regime. This is coming from Foreign Ministry spokeswoman Maria Zakharova. Zakharova. So, I mean... That's the thing, dude. And you were talking about like there's stuff coming out about this, right? And you need to look at both sides. You need to look at who is reporting this information. And the reason why, especially right now, you have to dig and decide whether or not you're going to share something is because they're what is it? The WEF is hiring 100,000 disinfo policy watchers for social media. So they're cracking down on what you're sharing Mm -hmm. and they're going to have their algorithms that search by keyword searches, right? They're going to look for disinfo. And if they flag something that you share, they're going to ban your account or at least shadow ban you, right? Yeah, it sucks though, because I believe in free speech and I believe that you should be able to say and do and, and, and kind of throw out all the feelings that you have as a person, whether I agree with you or don't. And I, and I, and I do think that that's, if you think, do you think that, uh, Let's say BoobTube, Instagram, Facebook. Do you think they believe in free speech? No, no, no. So it's... No, I, the point, they're, they're, what I'm saying is kind of a double-edged sword here. Because I, I do think that if, if you come across something that you find is interesting, I feel like you should be able to say it. I want to be able to say everything I want to say on this podcast. But unfortunately, we have to limit some things. We have to reword some things. That's mm-hmm. part of the game that this is. This is a game. But to your point, like, it, you know, they're going to... Like, part of this seems... 
like propaganda put out there specifically to try to get more accounts taken down. Exactly. That's my point, bro. And so you're you're referencing more that like be careful not to fall into a trap. Yes. That where you won't have a voice at all anymore. Yep. So with this one in particular, there was a tweet that you had saved, which basically is from Patricia Dowling's saying Roger Waters is on the same Ukrainian hit list as the young lady assassinated by a car bomb yesterday. Yeah, so she forwarded this, This uh, re- she retweeted this tweet, right, by the ignorance, the root, and the stem of all evil, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, but this is saying British musician Roger Waters is named on the Ukrainian NATO-backed civilian kill list website, right? Dugan was also on this list, and his car with his daughter on it was blown up yesterday. Um, NATO is claimed as admin of the site, blah, 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 blah. And then you have this kind of close up here. You can see that's, oops, it won't let me uh, zoom in on that. That's but Roger Waters. Roger Waters. You know what I mean? So, well, first thing I had, a can't question really about. read the Russian, but here's the deal is who is this person and how can you trust that that's real? Right. Who is this person tweeting this, this, uh, this Twitter account? Well, I just would I would say that, like, if you're going to put that there's a Ukrainian NATO backed civilian kill list. Yeah. And you're saying that NATO is backing this list. Well, they say that NATO is claimed as the admin of the site since 2015, as can be seen. And they provide the the link to the admin. So I don't know what this says. I don't read Russian. Yeah. Right off the bat. Right. Or Ukrainian. Uh, I don't read any of that shit. But. I what I'll tell you this. What I struggle with is that, uh, and and I think NATO is garbage. Absolutely. But what I do struggle with is that NATO has a hit list that is viewable by the public for sure. With Roger Waters on it, who is a beloved musician, one of the greatest bands of all time, in my opinion. But we just talked about Roger Waters because he just came out He's, against. He always NATO has and always has. But my yeah. point is, is why would a major agency like NATO that people they want NATO wants people to love NATO so that they can get their countries involved in NATO. Absolutely, yeah. Why would they have a public hit list that would just prove that they are a bad agency like we all thought they are? Yeah. So here's my deal is you're going to see this tweet or some shit like this mm. being reported on Snopes, being reported on PolitiFact. Uh, does NATO have a hit list? Mm. False. You know what I mean? And yeah. they're going to use this shit. And, and that's my thing is like I can see them using this without it having some sort of validated source. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying that it's not true, but I'm definitely saying it's it's not true until you prove it. Absolutely. Right. Well, you're saying, yeah, just maybe dig on things a little more than just, you know, finding something and then just throwing it out there, especially, you know, and again, the stuff that I've made mistakes like on TikTok, like videos and shit, it's all been like harmless shit in general. For sure. Yeah. Like animals or fucking dumb shit that's been mocked up to be something that it's not yeah but when you're talking about hit lists and you're talking about nato and you're talking about ukraine and russia and yada yada yada, yeah this is a topic that can sway certain ways because of the information you're putting out there and and we need to be careful with that because well especially when you have these uh, you know instagram facebook when they're coming out saying that we're going to ban disinfo related to the ukrainian russian war exactly and they get to decide what that disinfo is exactly which and is crap specifically that disinfo only comes from the side of russia so you guys need to be prepared for that right mm-hmm. like they're thinking does this support our current narrative that uh, russia has propaganda ukraine does not have propaganda well, and that's okay. why Roger Waters is on this, because he came out literally saying that Ukraine is no fucking saint, dude. Exactly. And and I don't believe that. I, I'm in I'm agreement with this guy. But the problem, like you said, not listen, I guess ultimately, let's put it this way. Put out any information you want to. But just like we have to, we've had to figure out over the years, and you will eventually as well, yeah. that they don't care what's real and what's not real. And you have a good opportunity, like we've dealt with, where your shit gets taken away. It does. And you have to start over. And so I would just say, like, that's not right. It's not right. It's not right. But I would just say post at your own risk of like not having an account anymore Uh, because they don't want this stuff come out, especially right now, bro. Go going into the 2020 election. I mean, things are going to get a little hot and spicy. You know what I'm saying? But I just, you know, hit lists and stuff are, are bizarre. And I just I have I do struggle a little bit to. To believe that NATO backs a thing that has this out open hit list. Yeah, public hit list. Nah. Right. That's a little bit tough for me. 
a little bit tough for me. And I'm sure somebody's going to say, well, no, actually this, this, and this, and that. So, uh, I mean, if they're that brazen, then Hey, we're, we're in a lot wow. more trouble than we are, we, we are in a lot of trouble. So, so yeah, uh, the bombing is obviously sad. I mean, you know, that's war. This is war. It's suspect dude, because there's a lot of people dying in cars lately. Have you noticed this? Mm-hmm. Not really. I mean, but Ann, I mean yes. Ann Hesh. Yeah, yeah. You had the Indiana. Um, she was a congresswoman. Yeah. And she was the head of some sort of uh, inside, like intelligence committee, right? Yeah. Yeah. She died. Then you have Ann Hesh. Now you're having this reporting of like there was three Indiana students who died in a car. Well, just today. Yeah. So I mean, car accidents are a leading cause of death with people. Oh, absolutely, they happen all the time. But um, why report on them twenty four seven now? It's like. Mm, I mean, maybe I, I think the interest noticed. is there. I think that there's more of an interest. That's why they do it. Yeah. I mean, a congresswoman or whoever that gal was that had passed is relevant. Uh, hash or hash or whatever her name was is a relevant, relatively relevant figure. And that was yeah. a big deal. Uh, but this is a bombing. This is a little bit different. This is not like this a, is a fucking hit. This bro. is a hit from somebody. Well, sir, so here's the deal is there is that theory out there that Ann Hesh's car was taken over. Right. Sure. Remotely possible it could happen it could happen but you know when it comes to this bombing for example though just yeah. my, my my last thing i'll say is is it looks like a hit to me oh for sure dude it looks like this man dugan alexander dugan was the guy that they wanted to take out mm-hmm. uh his daughter was in the car she got taken out so that's what it appears now with that said what is dugan gonna do no with that said I, i'm gonna say what's he gonna do you never know yeah. How this all works. There, there's This is very, very layered and deep. Oh, for sure. Ukraine could have done this because they knew he was a guy who was a head guy. Just like we take out Taliban leaders, they probably would take out leaders of Russia if they're actually in a war together. Yeah. It could be Russia. Could be Russia. Could be Russia doing this to give more credibility to the war that they're doing right now to the people saying Ukraine just took out one of our top guys. Yeah. Now we're justified even more than we were before. And people say, well, fucking Ukraine, they took out this guy and we need to be more aggressive. Even deeper than that, bro. It could be Russia saying, Hey Dugan, we know what you did. Bye bye your daughter. You know what I'm saying? Like the point is, is it could be a number of things. Oh yeah. And so to come out and just say, this is what's happening is foolish because there's no way to know what is actually what any of this means. Right. It's sad that a, a young lady lost her life, but when you're talking about war, these things do happen. And I mean, we've definitely taken out leaders of other nations mm-hmm. or other ideologies, I should say, even to some aspect, in front of their families. Boosh, you know. Yeah. So, like, don't act like it's not a thing that people do in war. It is, and it's sad. But I don't know who did this. That's why I'll leave it at that. I don't. I don't know if I buy that. There's a hit list. I'm not, I don't know what to think about it. I mean, we'll see what happens, right? That's all we got to do. Cause like, what is this Duke and guy going to do? You know, like I, I said, he just looks like a hippie that lives in Washington. So oh, for sure, dude. I mean, this guy's pure fricking, he's got the cool shirt going on. I don't know, I don't what, know what the, the hell. hell. I don't know what's going on. He's got a couple buttons there. That's, uh, that's nice. anyways, nice let's, uh, let's uh, have a fun conversation. Do you want to end this with the freaking? uh, or we want to do it the next hour? Yeah, let's, let's do that next hour. Okay. Okay. I'm cool with that. So, um, I do have a couple TikToks that are fun. How much time do we have? Uh, we got 17 minutes. Oh, wow. We got a uh, too much time. There we go. Yeah. Well, let's just do this. We can kind of just play off this. Little. I'm going to take a shot. I got some Jaeger here. Right? Oh, yeah? You going to do a Jaeger bomb? It's gonna do well. Oh, he's pulling it, baby. Oh, look at his eyes are closed. Ah, uh, he sipped it like a champ. Drank a lot this weekend. <laughs> um, All right. What do we got here? So we got some. Uh, these are some just interesting stuff. Um. That that video with the water there. Right here. This is crazy. This is pretty quick. So go ahead and pause this real fast here. Yeah. Um, so this is uh you know, this is doing pretty well. It's in the ocean. Mm. Okay. And I and I'll tell you one thing I do love is whales and shit. I, I think Yeah. Have you ever been on a whale like sightseeing thing? I've been on a whale. Like I've sat on one. A I, whale? Yeah, I stuck my dick in its blowhole, bro. No, I'm just kidding. No, I've never been on a whale sightseeing anything. Oh, I thought you really Okay. Yeah. What well, am I? What uh, am I, Pinocchio? Well, I don't know. You went to Bora Bora and shit. Maybe. Oh, that's true. Yeah. Maybe, maybe you know, because people swam with dolphins and stuff, which is amazing. Yeah, yeah I did well, that. Yeah. So I know up up in this up in our state here in the peninsula, you can actually go on these whale watching tours, and the, even the coast, you can go out in a boat, and they know where like they're migrating through, and you can actually catch these. And, and sometimes there's some amazing footage of these whales. That's true. 
Well, this is a killer whale. Oh. Which are beautiful. I, I honestly think killer whales are one of the most beautiful creatures out there. Dude. That was Free Willy, right? Free Willy, dude. Yeah. They're they're stunning animals. Mm-hmm. And, you know, obviously with the uh, Sea World and all that, you know, yeah. there's a big topic. But yeah. so these people are observing this. Okay. There's a killer whale and a dolphin. And what <laughs> you're going to see here is a dolphin pop out first and then the killer whale comes out. But it's just majestic, bro. Like oh, to yeah. me, yeah. Poor, poor uh, dolphin. Let's start with that one. Oh no, yeah. I'm reading these comments. Uh, the third, rest in peace, the dolphin. <laughs> I don't. Okay, here we go. Uh, there's no blood or anything, guys. It's okay. not like that. So splash, splash. Oh, dango! Look at the airtime. First of all, look at the effing airtime on Chablow. that ginormous. But, but damn, bro. Wind. Look at look at right here. That dolphin gets smacked the fuck. Oh shit! Boosh. So everybody, this 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 killer shark comes out. A whale. A killer, killer whale, whatever the fuck. Yeah, it's a whale. It, it comes out and smacks this dolphin in the mouth like it's freaking. Uh, who was that U, UFC fighter who just got kicked? Oh yeah, I don't know his name, but yeah, I saw it last minute for yeah. boom knockout. Well, pow. But yeah, you're right. The airtime. Look at that. No, I'm just saying. Like, do you have any idea how much power? Uh, the size that is the size of a boat, a small boat. Yeah, you know how much power it takes for that ginormous killer whale to propel itself up to the point where it's that's got to be fuck fifteen feet in the air, dude. Yeah, if like, yeah, the the point of impact where this dolphin, this dolphin came out first, like hell yeah, yeah. Watch this, guys. He's gonna show off, and the killer whale real says, cool. No, you know what I mean? Oh, this feels so good. Oh, look right there. That's where the dolphin goes. Yep. Oh shit! I am fucked. Oh, oh, I am. I mean, oh. I, I'm sure that it lived. I'm sure that the dolphin lived. Those are pretty. I mean, those things fight sharks, dude. Oh yeah. Dolphins actually are known to kill great white sharks. It was just a headshot right there. So. But I thought that was quite, quite beautiful. Yeah, man. Um. So the other one I have is uh, this Bigfoot video. Ooh. And this is actually an older video, but this is one of the most liked videos. Of a Bigfoot video, I think of all time per per this, but I have actually talked. I was talking to Chris about this over the weekend, and this has been around for a while. Yeah. Now the reason that this one's it's pretty short. It's not like overtly like telling. I would say, okay. but you got a number of people here watching this thing. There's at least eight people. One, two, three, yeah. But there's I, more. There's okay. more around. Okay. But it's right up in the tree line, and there's something up there. It's dark. It's large. People are saying bear. They're saying just another bear, bro. Well, let's see what you got here. Okay. There's no music, but you can hear what they're saying, though. They're like, what is it? Can you see it? I don't know if I can, Billy. Can you see it? Watch. It'll zoom in. There's people like walking up to the tree line there down at the bottom, even. It'll come in. And you'll see like this black mass in the trees, and it's just kind of swaying back and forth. Oh, shiznito. Yeah, it's right there, right in the middle. Yeah. Oh, it looks like a monkey. What's it doing? Or it's a bear standing up, scratching its back. Dude, I, it's. Oh, those arms, though. Look at the legs. Look at the crack between the legs that just went through. Oh, uh, bears have hind legs. I mean, they do, but. If they're listen, standing up like that. Is that it? That's it. That's it. Okay, hold on. Now, here, I just want to. Oh, dang. I want to point something out. I got to point something out here. Okay. I'm just saying that, first of all, you have chill, like younger kids in this crowd. Okay. We've all seen a freaking bear. Let's be real. Yeah. We all know what a bear looks like. We understand what a bear looks like. And if that was a bear that was only 20 feet up there, right? You'd be like, nah, I probably shouldn't be standing this close. And I feel like you would see at some point that bear walk on all fours. And be like, oh, it's a bear. We should See, go. See, that's the context, though. We don't have long enough clip. We don't. To wait. But my point, I'm just trying to throw out there what I do have. I'm just observing what I have. Yeah. I'm saying that you got a lot of people who are now stopped viewing this. And if it was just a bear, they would have been like, that's just a bear, man. We need to go. We don't want to be around a bear. Well, so to be fair, my wife and I went to the um, the national park over in um, uh, Glacier, right? Uh, Glacier National Park. Oh, sure. And so we did see a bear. There was a bear that walked up on the, the shore, bro. Mm-hmm. And everybody was like, uh, we're going to have to kind of stay back here. But everybody was surrounded watching it. Like they were back. Mm-hmm. 
but they were back enough to be like, hey, this is safe enough, but I want to watch this freaking bear. This is cool. Sure. Dude. You know what I mean? Sure. So to be fair, they could just be watching it and be like, look at this bear, dude. That's fucking cool. I don't know, man. You know? I don't know. I don't know. That's what people are saying. Just another bear video. Yeah, well, that's people on the internet just saying bear. One, just because there's not clear evidence, you know? It's just like every other <sighs> Sasquatch video. Okay, so that this sucks, is a, uh, a ghost video that I have here. This oh, it's, it's a gentleman. This one? Yeah, so it's it's a it's another podcast, I want to say, and he kind of is Social. describing okay. this situation. Yeah. Um, and I don't know. Here's a clip from this week's episode of the Most Haunted City on Earth podcast, okay? Ooh. So shout out to those guys. Yeah. Uh, obviously, you talk about shit that I love. Um, but what this clip is, and go check them out. Most Haunted City on Earth podcast. Go yeah. check that stuff out. Check that shit out. But what bro. he's describing is that him and his wife went on like a haunted tour. Mm-hmm. And she and we don't have to listen to the entirety if you don't want to. But basically she was walking. through. I think she's a medium. I, I think she senses ghosts. OK. But he claims that and he swears on the Holy Spirit. He's like, bro, I swear on everything. I swear to God right now that this is not hoax. It is not doctored. Nothing. But he claims that she walked up the stairs ahead of him. And when he got to the top of the stairs, he saw a boy walk out from the door holding a pail, which you can see in the video. Okay. Yeah. He puts the pail in the middle of the floor and just stands there and stares at them. And he's like, dude, I was freaking out. I was like, this is a fucking kid. What's going on? And he said his wife was like, calm down. Like, this is what I see all the time. This is like, there's no danger here. Yeah. And he said, so my instinct was after I'm panicking that my wife's safety is, you know, okay. I need to take a picture of this or no one's going to believe me. So he took this picture that we can see up here. Yeah. And it's pretty real looking. And that's the picture, everybody. I mean, it's uh, and you can see the pail is right where the um, right where the paw yeah. sign or the play sign. Is but there. yeah, dude, it's and people are really like, dude, this is this is a great photo. If this is but he swears. I mean, here's the deal. We have to either trust him or not. He swears to everything. If you want to play it for a second, you can hear him say that. I swear. Well, and so in the background of this photo, are those blinds on like a no, I think sliding that's wallpaper glass door? No, that's well, wallpaper. Why, why? What's the glare down here on the corner of the? F- that's like the, the baseboard. You can see how tall the baseboard is on the right side behind the chairs. It's, oh, I see. So it was giant. a flash. It was the flash coming off the yes. baseboard. Okay, so let's go ahead and listen to this. You know, we'll go up to the second floor, and I was like, cool. So I was like, you know, I was all on FaceTime, and, like, I was getting ready, and I was all snuggled up at home with the pup and and all of that. And she starts climbing the stairs, and to all you naysayers and, you know, like, people who don't believe in ghosts, you have to check this photo out. I swear, right hand to God, it is real. Not doctored at all. Hell Um, yeah. So when she gets to the top of the stairs... Down this hallway, a little boy come out of the... There's there uh, there's a couple rooms on either side of the hallway, but at the end of the hallway, there's a room to the right. He comes out of there. It looked like he had like some type of like, like a pail of water or something or something of that nature. And he sets it down and he looks at us. And mind you, this is at 11, thir- 11 11.30 yeah, p.m. Yeah, at night. Late. This is between the tours, right? So you're waiting yes. on the on the late tour. Yeah. Right. And so... Uh, I mean, this is a little this, long. This, it's an entire this, story, it to be like fair. A, a boy that, but in, he basically in, says what I said, that okay. he was concerned for his wife's safety at first because he had not experienced this before. She was like, calm down. Everything's fine. And he said, dude, I did what came to me next, which was to take a photo of this. Because he said, I would have kicked myself in the ass if I would have not snapped the photo of this. And that Dang is the God. photo. Okay. And I'm just saying, you know, again, how did, did he you take, know? did he take more pictures though? Like in a know. before and after. So that way he could see like a progression of time. Go check out the most haunted city on earth podcast and uh, check it out. I have not got an opportunity to get that far with it. I but what know. I will say is like, you know, at a certain point you have to like look at people and decide whether you want to believe them or not believe them. Yeah. And man. that is a, very interesting video or picture, I should say. Very realistic. I mean, it, it's it's you know what he described. There was another person with him. His wife was with him. So you could say, no, I don't believe these people. Yeah, and that's fine. That's totally cool. I wonder but, what the pail was all about. I like, have no is idea. That like a puke bucket? Like, hey, I'm feeling pretty sick. I'm gonna. He puke. said he was wearing period clothes, which you could kind of tell was like fluffy, this kind of fluffy shirt, fluffy stuff. And you know, yeah. back in the day, like pails were used for bathrooms in a lot of situations or cleaning the floor. They'd have a pail that they would you know. Who knows? I uh, who knows? 
I get you. But he was like, this is a spirit, bro. Like, th- this was the first time that apparently that he had really been like, this is a freaking spirit. And like, Dang. I've never seen this. You know, that's what is like kind of weird is you don't want to think about children le- being left behind as spirits by themselves. Like, that is like, mm-hmm. ugh. Like, if that little kid was a spirit and he's just like all alone. Lost. You know what I mean? Like, nowhere to. But we don't know. We don't know. Like, we don't know, like, what what that means or what. I mean, we don't know that he's not with the people he needs to be with and we're just seeing him. Maybe he's a medium, too, in their their dimension, dude. Maybe he is in heaven. And what you're seeing is that residual energy that's just here trapped on Earth still. Mm. It's just but it's kind of odd in this particular one. Now, watching enough ghost hunters and ghost adventures and stuff like in their theories behind it. Yeah, that you have these kind of movies that play right there's ghosts that are just literally reenacting the same thing over and over and over and over i can't yeah. remember the name of it off the top of my head what's well, like that um nicole kidman movie yes where she was the ghost seeing the other others people, or, the, yes and then the other people were mm-hmm. you know she thought there's the a ghost were the actual not ghosts but they you know what I mean? but for him to for the boy to apparently have come out of the door looked at them put the pail down and stare at them would tell me that was more of an intelligent haunting if I had to guess. Oh, yeah, bro. Because otherwise, he would have just gone about his business, and like, they would have saw a flash of it, and he would have went through another door, and you would never see him again. Yeah, going down, scrubbing, doing whatever he's so, got to do. Hey, I eventually, and we actually, how much time do we have? About five minutes. Real quick. We go to the UFO one, because it's a perfect time to talk about this. On As your some, TikTok? No, no, no. Just We had that article up there from mm, the UFO. Yes. Yeah, so that just that's fine right there. All right. Or this one. But my here's the thing. At some point when you have these odd things like UFOs, like ghosts, right? Yeah. And there's people that are just going, I don't believe in any of it. I don't give a shit. Nothing. It's all bullshit. At some point when you say there's not enough proof, I've never seen good proof of it. I've never seen a great picture. Everything's always blurry, right? I mean, we've heard that all before. Yeah. But then when a, when a great picture comes out, then you're like, well, that's just fake. You know, so at yeah, some point, fake. It, it, to some people, it's always going to be fake, no matter how great the evidence is, right? Yeah. And with ghosts, we can't just pull DNA and make sure that it's a real ghost. Like, it is, you either believe it or you don't, after yeah. all the evidence. So this one uh, was from the Washington Examiner, um, and it's the, quote, best UFO picture released decades after hidden, after hidden, experts say it's real. Mm-hmm. So this took place August 4th, 1990 by a pair of hikers around Calvine, Scotland, and has been the uh, object of myth theories and speculations for over three decades. So long story short, there were some hikers hiking. They took a photo because they had witnessed a UFO uh, for roughly, I don't know if they said 10 or 15 minutes. A picture was taken. They decided to keep the photo to themselves, not share their information. And then just recently, 30 years later-ish, 32 years later, decided to release it. They were not going to give out their names. No one knows who these people are. See, that's bizarre. That's bizarre. Well, I, I was going to say bizogus. It is bizogus. But I would say I understand it to an extent because the, we do know that people call these people weirdos as soon as they put something like this out. So maybe they just want to like, hey, we're just trying to do our shit. Yeah. We have this. But this has been looked at. This and is the photo right here. This is the photo. This so, is a diamond-shaped see. UFO. In Scotland, and there just happens to be a plane right next to it. There's a jet-ish looking plane beside it. Um, what do you think? Kind of uh, looks like that killer whale we just saw. I'm thinking maybe that, that's like, the dolphin, and there's the killer whale. Yeah. Oh, it kind of looks that way. Kabamo. I mean, here's the deal. Like, I'm not there, but I can tell you that it's a little grainy because we obviously have this on the computer and we are blowing this image up, but. To be fair, this is would be the most clear photo we've ever seen of a supposed real UFO. Yeah. And I think that people need to explain this because. Well, they said this was from 1990. Yeah. August 4th, 1990. Right. That's when that's they, when the photo was taken. Mm-hmm. So what's it say here? And where was it taken at? In, in, in Scotland. Uh, the British journalist David Clark has released it for the public. To interpret. To interpret. So Clark, who worked with a, as a curator for Britain's National Archives, discovered that former press officer Craig Lindsay of the Royal Air Force had a copy of the original print. Hmm. The Calvine photo, as they call it, is one of six images captured by the hikers who remain nameless, according to the report. The pair took the photo to Scotland's Daily Record, hoping the newspaper would publish it. However, the publication handed the starting or startling image to the British Ministry of Defense. 
The ministry reportedly kept the image a secret for more than three decades. So they actually did release the picture to the newspaper. The newspaper handed it to the Ministry of Defense, and they decided to not share this information. But why are they just coming out with it now? It says, now the Ministry of Defense says that they return them to the daily record, but the daily record says they never received them, and they have no idea what happened to them. Whatever. So there's a lot of questions to be answered. Clark had the image analyzed by Andrew Robinson, a senior lecturer lecturer in photography at Sheffield Hallam University. Robinson believes the photo is real and that it shows no signs of altercations or manipulations. So what I am saying is this. Hmm. This guy is a, he's able to analyze photos, believes that this has not been altered. Yeah. That only goes so far. The guys turned this over to the paper. The paper turned it over to the ministry of defense. The ministry of defense decided we're not going to fucking show anybody this shit. We're keeping it for 30 years. Absolutely, bro. All those boxes tell me that this is an image that they... Well, here's the big thing, I think, and if you want my honest opinion, why they hit it, because there's a fucking fighter jet in this thing. Uh, and so by there being a jet, that is not a commercial airplane way up in the sky. That looks to be a fighter jet. Yeah. This is my assumption. I'm no plane expert. That's a freaking jet. But I would say, yeah, that looks like a fighter jet, bro. And so they're saying, there's no way you didn't know about this because that's your jet right well, there. Well, so if they were to air this or they were to put this out in the paper after the Ministry of Defense had it, they would have to admit that we did have a jet in the area and they would have to explain what the hell they were doing and yeah. they didn't want to fucking do that. That's why they, they released it. So well, for whatever reason it coming out, I don't know. But look at this, though. So this is um, Clark. This is the the guy who created this image. Yeah. Right? He uh, he's No, Clark all- is the guy that got, got the image back. Yeah. So he says, I believe it was a man-made, uh, oh, it was man-made somewhere in a secret hangar, and whatever it was remains, or and whatever it was remains on the secret list, and, or I whatever it was. It. I, it, this is weird. weird. They're but just he, saying it's a secret vehicle that they yes. did not want to be exposed. And he says that Clark feels that the UFO is actually a top-secret U.S. reconnaissance aircraft called the Aurora. What? Why would he just be so specific? Look up right the there? Aurora, because that's been talked about before. Okay. Uh, but here's the thing. You still need to answer for this. Like, you can't have these triangular, diamond-shaped, pill-shaped craft flying around in our fucking space and not answer for it if it is man-made. Oh, bro. I don't know. Yeah, I don't think that's it at all, dude. This, oh, look at this one. That looks like a dolphin. Look at this, you guys. There's the killer whale one right here. The Aurora was that killer whale taking out that dolphin. Look at that. No, I don't know. That doesn't, I mean, that doesn't look like the same thing to me at all. No, none of these pictures do, right? This unless is, they're unless they're assuming that because the angle of it, see how that one up there? Look at that picture right there. Right here? Yeah, see how when it's turning, it has a more diamondish triangular shape? But see, that still doesn't Bro, look right. Oh, come on. That now. doesn't look right. Going back and forth here. That is what they're claiming the Aurora is. This is the picture captured. This is not turned on its side. You no, know what I mean? No, no, no. Yes, indeed. Very interesting. Very interesting. And this is supposedly the most clear photo ever taken of a supposed craft. So maybe these hikers took pictures of a secret, top secret, you know, U.S. or Scottish or British or whatever's secret yeah. airline. Dude. But you should be explaining this to people because this is kind of shit that freaks people out. Yeah. Because if I saw that, you know, I feel like I'm pretty logical. But if I saw that, I would be like, well, that's a UFO. Like there's and that's it is by definition a unidentified flying object. Right. It For is sure. a UFO. Well, and so remember that footage. And then this is just real quick. But remember that footage of the Utah that uh, the guy with the drone footage, he was recording oh, amazing just, footage. Just uh, like uh, what is it? Panoramic views for movies. Yeah. And he was just had his drone going super slow, beautiful panoramic. High definition photos. And then you just see Video. this zoom. Flies through two canyons and past him. Yeah, bro. Great video. That's so, what I'm saying. Like, we can acknowledge that maybe this isn't extraterrestrial. But he was actually saying that he didn't want to come forward with the video because he was like, shit, did I just capture something that I was not supposed to capture? And he that's didn't a, want to come forward with it. That's an issue. It's he, not just that you're going to be talk, uh, being crazy for thinking that it's a UFO, an alien, but that also people are going to murk your ass. Never know. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's interesting shit. I think this is an extremely important photo. I just feel it. I feel like this is an important photo. 
And so whether it's a government issued thing or something that we're creating, yeah, it's been 30 years. If it looks like that and it's doing shit that they can't because they watched this for a long time. What are we doing now, 30 years later? You know? That's what I'm saying, bro. Uh, I don't know. I don't know, man. I think it's interesting. And Bitcoin's was real. Yes, indeedy. What else is interesting? PardonMyAmerican.com. Everybody mm. get your merch. Support the show. Uh, sign up to Patreon if you want some extra content. You can join our call-in shows. Paranormal show coming up. Right? Pretty soon, yeah. So everybody check it out. It's always a blast. Raise your Cheers glasses. Jaeger. Ah, Jaeger shots? You're going to do it? Oh, hell yeah, motherfucker. All righty, everybody. Until next time, sayonara. Take care.